Hello there, and thanks for joining me on the podcast today. <clears throat> Childhood development, that's my topic. What are the seven R's that are the bases of early childhood development? We're going to take a look at them today, uh, one at a time, but just the most recent podcast, part one, I spent time discussing early childhood development and what do you do as a parent to get your child ready for learning. Now remember, a parent is the first teacher and the most important teacher that a child ever has. And yesterday we talked about the importance of letting a child creep and crawl. Get in on the floor, develop the motor movements on the right and left side of the body through creeping and crawling. We talked about the importance of reading to the child, looking at books, exploring books, exploring characters of books, animals related to books, and so on. Getting your child to be interested and comfortable with books and reading. Now today what I'd like to do is to just refocus a little bit having to do with child development. This is part two. And there are seven R's, seven ways in which a parent interacts with a child that's important to early childhood development and early childhood learning and getting a child ready for school and getting ready for the learning process that takes place in school. So what are the seven? And, uh, you know, we grew up under the idea that there are three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic, right? <clears throat> well, that's true. There are. But there are other ones as well. And uh, I've come up with this list of seven that we need to identify as the way in which children interact in the learning process and move on forward, upward, up at the chain, so to speak, in the learning process. Number one, reading together as a family should be an enjoyable event, a happy event, a relaxing event. Reading should take place in the context of happiness, in the context of relaxation, in the context of a reward, in the context of have a <clears throat> enjoyable event between the reader and the listener, the reader and the interactor, usually the child. In other words, parents read to kids, that's true. But kids and parents also interact. They talk about the character, they talk about the animals in the story, they talk about the color, they talk about the pictures, they talk about the activity. They talk about a lot of aspects of that book that they're looking at or the little magazine that they're looking at. In other words, reading together as a family is a very important first activity for a child. And we usually start that at about age three to six months and then move on and bring it upward into the child's appropriate age level. But start the child early, feeling books, holding books, looking at books, talking about books, listening to books being read. Get the book into the life of the child early. So the child is comfortable, is relaxed around books. You want the child to have friendship with books. And as a parent, that's what you're trying to do. How do you build friendship with a book? Okay, that's number one, that's the first R. After, what about rhyming? Rhyming is the second R. Well, that's like rhyming uh, words together. Songs, phrases, verses, just talking, singing, and just being together, cuddling together as a child and a parent, looking at things that kind of go together as a rhyme. And get your rhyming going. It's kind of like a little the first start to poetry. So introduce that to the child. Now, the child may not be able to come up with words to help rhyme, but you can. It gives a sense of sing-song, 
there's a song in the, in the rhyming process. There's a musical theme in the rhyming process. So you get that point, you know, as well. Okay, that's rhyming. Reading and rhyming. Now here's another R. Routine. You know, kids function best on routine. They do better when they're in school on routine, daily routine. They do better when they're getting ready for school on daily re regular routine. They do better in life when they're treated with regular routine. They do better in the family life when they have regular routine. Routine is the same bedtime, the same meal time, the same getting up time, the same doing the dishes, the chores time. In other words, it's routine to meal, playtime, bedtime, work time, and whatever else you do as a family. You do this according to a time schedule, but you keep it routine from day to day and from week to week. So the child gets that sense that when it's time, then we do certain things. On a certain time, we do other things. and another time, we do another thing. So that time and activity go together. So when you say, well, kids, it's getting to be bedtime, they know about what time that is. Or you can say, kids, it's getting about 8 o'clock. They know that that's getting ready for bedtime. So time and activity need to mix together a little bit and help the kids get that routine. But it's routine that's important. Not the time, not the event, but the routine of it. Regularity, week upon week, day upon day. Here's another R. We call it rewards or reinforcement. It's when for the day-to-day -day successes, you know, for the day-to-day ways in which you can recognize a child for doing something wise or well or better, improved, whatever it might be. Even improvement needs to be rewarded. Success needs to be rewarded. Trying needs to be rewarded. Putting forth effort needs to be rewarded. So all these areas of doing an activity, getting an activity accomplished, you reward at different stages along the way. Starting it might even be rewarded. Continuing on with a project needs to be rewarded. Completing a project needs to be rewarded, even if it's not done well. You see, make sure that routine is part of your daily life as a family, and make sure that rewards are part of the daily life as a family. Day-to-day -day successes. Recognize and praise all efforts. And they are very powerful ways that you reward, and you're going to get more of that kind of behavior. Once you reward a behavior, that behavior is likely to occur more often in the future. Praise and rewards and commendations and affirmations are all ways in which children will do something more frequently or more often and try harder in the future. And here's another R. We call it relationship. You know, relationships, of course, is a two-way street. It's like a tennis game. You can't play tennis by yourself. You've got to have a partner, back and forth. Relationships are like tennis. You have back and forth two-way street conversations, two-way interactions, two-way playing, two-way talking. You nurture a child. You promote healthy behavior by interactional patterns with a child. Let them know that they're not alone. Let them know that they're part of you. Let them know that you want to be part of them. Invite them into your activities. You invite yourself into their activities. You enjoy, let them enjoy your interests. You enjoy their interests. You see, that's a relationship. When you give and take with each other and become part of each other's world and become part of each other's relationships and part of each other's interests. So those are ours. Those are the ours of raising a child and bringing up a child. Obviously, on top of that, those are the ones that are the basic ones. We have writing. That's another one. Obviously, that's been around for a long time. 
teaching a child to write. That starts with coloring. That starts with tracing. That starts with just kind of writing or drawing, scribbling on a piece of paper. Getting hand motions, getting hand coordination, making circles, making large circles, round and round and round. Getting that hand to move in a direction uh, that the child desires it. And that's the beginning of writing, beginning of arithmetic, uh, writing down numbers, writing down words, letters. Get the writing to take place. And then the last R, of course, is arithmetic. You know, once a child gets into school and moves forward, we're now moving into arithmetic. But that starts before school. Every child before he goes to kindergarten should start the numbering system. Most kids before kindergarten can count to 100. If your child can't count to 100, well, maybe you can count to 25 or to 50 or 60. Get the counting started. That's arithmetic. You see? Break them into small groups, like groups of two and groups of three. Groups of five, that's arithmetic. You're teaching the child to think in numbers and in small groups. So numbering is a very important part of the early childhood development. So we have these seven R's, reading, writing, arithmetic, rhythm, routine, rewards, relationships. And you get your child into those kind of activities preschool, during kindergarten, and then that carries on throughout life and it just becomes more complicated, becomes more complex, becomes more routine, it becomes part of the child's life, becomes part of a child's independent creative activities as the child gets older. All these ways of relating to the world through the five, through the seven R's of a child's life. So I encourage you as a parent, think of the seven R's Put them on the refrigerator and do them daily. Do them regularly. Do them each, each one of them in the course of the day. Find out how you have related. Look in terms of how you have created rewards and provided rewards. How you have used rhyming. How you have read. How you have done a little mathematics, arithmetic with the child. And how you have done some kind of reading and writing. Hand-eye coordination is writing. Any activities, bouncing a ball moving a hand in the direction of a particular point on the wall you know might be a good coordination activity that helps for handwriting coordination helps handwriting so lots of things you can do as a parent getting the child ready for school getting the child ready for preschool getting the child ready for kindergarten and now's the time to do it so nice to have you with me go to my website www.booksbyhedberg.com Get the book, Doctor, Teach Me to Parent. A lot of good stuff in there for young parents, beginning parents. So look forward to parenting, the early stages of parenting, how you can help your child become most effective and efficient and successful in the early stages of skill development, and that will carry them on through the rest of their life as well. Okay, bye for now.